This is Women in Revival podcast. Today, we are starting a series called, Are They in the Company? Our topic for today is, Joseph and Mary's Family Religion Routine. Today, we will see that Joseph and Mary had a routine as a family, a religious routine, a routine not just practicing it, but living it out. They had a routine. They went to church. As we see them on this road to Jerusalem, they were going to the temple for the festival. They weren't just a family who called themselves Jews by name. They fellowshiped with other Jews, sisters. If the family of our Lord Jesus Christ had a religious routine, so must we. Do you have a time in your family, a family devotion? Do you have a time when your family comes together to share the word and pray, sisters? If our Lord Jesus' family had a religious routine, so must we also. We must create an atmosphere for our children. I pray that God will bless you. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the opportunity to start this new series. Lord, I am praying there are many that will go through this series. I am praying, Lord, that you in your mercy will do what you know how to do. Deep, deep, Lord, into every heart, into every soul. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to thank you for joining us on this new series of Women in Revival podcast. Thank you for joining us on this broadcast. It is my prayer that God will engage and encounter your heart and bring your life to a turning point in your personal walk with God. You know, we live in a time where women we are quite very busy with many things. We are busy with ministry here, ministry there. And unfortunately, many, many of our family members are suffering for many of our activities. Sometimes I do think of the revival of old and wonder why did it stop? Could it be that while the parents were quite involved in the work of the kingdom, they left their children behind? So as we go through this series, we want to look again into the book of Luke. As we consider Joseph and Mary as parents of a young man. So we are going through this series are they in the company are your children in the company are your young people in the company are they really following the lord or are they just following you to many activities to many meetings are they engaged with god is god engaged with them do they have a personal work with god if we are praying that our young people will take up the baton for the generations to come then we must be answering this question are our young ones are they in the company what type of music have they given themselves to what type of movies have they given themselves to what type of life choices are they making what manner of dressing are they into you know sometimes it does baffle my heart it does break my heart when i see Many of us Christian mothers like me, we are well-dressed, but our children are contrary. And I know that it could be a struggle for our families. 
And I think it pains my heart more when it is we the mothers that takes our daughters, our sons to the shop and buy them clothes that falls below the standard of godliness. Sometimes we invest on what is in vogue for our children. We are in a time where you see many of our youngsters wearing rags. You see them wearing trousers that are torn. And I'm saying, who says you can't wear jeans that is proper? Unfortunately, it is a challenge. So the question on this series is, are they in the company? So it is my prayer that you settle down with us even as we go through this series. Are they in the company? Are my younger children in the company of believers? Or they are just following me, doing following the leaders. Again, we want to look at the book of Luke as we consider the life of Joseph and Mary. So let us go to the book of Luke chapter 1 and we'll read verses 41 and 42 as we consider Joseph and Mary family religion routine. Luke 1, 41 and 42. And I'm reading again from the King James Version. Do feel free to spread the broadcast with your loved ones. Visit us on our website www.ocoffrighteousness.co.uk Download our app, Women in Revival app, on Google Play. And I pray the Lord speak to you as we journey through this series together. Luke chapter 2 verses 41 and 42. Now, his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. This is the word of the Lord and thanks be to God. So we are considering this series, Are They in the Company? And we are looking at the family life of Mary and Joseph their religious routine. I am saying that the necessity for our young ones to be in the company starts from me as their parent. It starts from you as their parents. The choices that I am making in my personal work with God will affect my children. You know, I look back to those years when my first child was quite very, very little, maybe a two, three, when she sees us reading Bible, she grabs her Bible too. She wants to read. And the question is, is that still my children's way of life now? But I am saying that if it will continue to be their way of life, the choices that I make matters a lot. So we are seeing the parents, the earthly parents of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says they will go to Jerusalem every year. For the feast of Passover. Even while Jesus was at age 12. He had no choice than to follow his parents to Jerusalem for the feast of Passover. Here we are exposed to the religious life of Mary and Joseph. And I am saying thank you God for Luke who included this aspect of Mary and Joseph's life for us to glean from. Mary and Joseph would go to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of Passover. They made it there annually, come what may. 
And when Jesus turned 12 also, they took him with them. They went again with him. And I am asking, why this account? Why this particular two verses in the journey of Mary and Joseph? And at age 12, as a Jewish boy, he was at that season of transiting from boyhood into manhood. He had the right to make his choices. But yet, we are seeing Jesus, though a young man, still had to journey to Jerusalem with his parents. Being a young adult was not an excuse for the Lord Jesus not to go to church, not to say, well, I want to go to my own church. One of the things that I personally don't want to see in my family is a situation where we all go to different churches. I don't want that. It is my prayer and my desire to see us fellowship in the same local church so that we are being fed under the same umbrella so that we know we are both taking the same thing. It does pain my heart when I know that the husband goes to a different church and the wife goes to a different church. If it means the wife submitting to the husband and say, okay, I will actually follow you to your church. It will make a huge difference in the life of the children. So even though Jesus at his young adult years still followed his parents to church, he went up to Jerusalem with his parents. What a contrary thing to the type of young people we are having in our days. Jesus went with his parents to Jerusalem for Passover. He did not say, well, I don't like their type of music. You know, it is too dull. They sing too much hymns there. They don't do songs that will make us jump, that will make us hyper, that will make us sing. They don't do pop. They don't rap. No, that wasn't Jesus. He joyfully, he willingly followed his parents to Jerusalem for Passover. And I am saying that going to Jerusalem for Passover was their family custom. It is not wrong, actually, to accustom ourselves to some family rituals, to some family custom, even as our children grow, as long as these customs, as these rituals are biblical. Because Joseph and Mary would go to Jerusalem, Jesus had to go with them. And the question that I'm throwing at you is, what custom, what ritual are you taking your children through? We live in a time where family devotion is dying in many of our Christian homes. We don't have time together as families anymore around the word of God. We don't sit down to sing hymns, to sing songs, to make up our own songs, even our own hymns, to pray together, to read the word together as Christian families. These are traditions. These are rituals that helps our children to know that they are part of the family of God. We live in a time when many, particularly those of us in the Western world, we have traded going to church, to internet fellowship, to working on Sundays when we ought 
to engage fellow Christians even in church. So our children find excuses also not to go to church. But for Mary and Joseph going to church, meeting with the wider church, meeting with the local church, having regular family routine, religious routine was part of the upbringing of the boy Jesus. What family ritual have you in your home? Is your home a place of quiet rest? Is your home where Christ is honored? Is your home a place where the scriptures is read? Is your home a place where every child have their personal Bible, be it a teenager or a preteen? Is your home a place where you gather around as family to discuss the word, to share scriptures together? Is your home a place where you share testimonies of answered prayers? Is your home a place where you read Christian books together as a family? Is there a Christian routine in your home? Or is your home lost? In the busyness of this time, is your home carried away with the activities of ministry? There is another day that I grew up with that charity begins at home. If we are going to see Christian young people, then the revival must start with me. The revival must start with you. The revival must start in your home. It is high time we quit blaming churches. We quit blaming Christian clubs that they are not doing what they ought to do for our children. We as Christian parents have that sole responsibility to engage our children with Christian rituals, with Christian routines, with Christian activities that will edify them in this race. Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Yesterday, we started a series called Are They in the Company? Our topic for today is Joseph and Mary knew not their son's path. Today we will see that Joseph and Mary did not know the path of Jesus. They left him in the temple not even knowing. And when he said to them, I have been about my father's business, they did not know what that business was. They were confused. Sisters, maybe you have children. Maybe you have nieces and nephews. Maybe you just are close to a younger person, even though they're not your child. Follow them up. Care for them. Ask them their needs. Think about them. Look forward to seeing them. Help them. Cultivate their spiritual life. Jesus' parents did not know their son's path. I pray that God will help you in raising up the children, whether your own children or another's children. I pray that God will help each and every single woman listening to this podcast to become accountable for the next generation. Deborah Shinbi will now take us further on this subject.
Lord Jesus, thank you once again for this heartbeat of yours for Christian homes, for places where we have claimed to belong to you. Thank you for your desire, for your longing to see our children even in the way. Brother Peter was the one speaking, saying, this gift of the Holy Spirit is for your children also. I am praying that you begin to engage our heart, begin to re-envision us, to see the need to make our homes even the primary church for every member of our family. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you once again for still taking the time to join us on this series of Women in Revival. It is my prayer that the Lord himself will engage your heart even as you journey with us. If at any junction you need counseling, verification, resources, prayer, do feel free to contact us and we will see how the Lord will help us to respond. You can download our podcast, go on our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk. You can download our app also on Google Play. Women in Revival app is what you search for. You can also listen to us on Podbean. If you download Podbean on Google Play, you should be able to get us there. You can use any of our series for your ladies group or even to run between you and your daughter or a friend. Contact us and we will see if we have the workbook or the companion book available for your use. Last time we started this series, are they in the company? Are your young children in the company of believers? Are they following? Are they believers indeed? Do we have any hope of our children taking off the banner of the Lord in the nearest future? Is it going to be true that the altar of the Lord will not become empty at the account of our family? So this is the challenge that the Lord is throwing at us even as we journey through this series. Today we want to look at Joseph and Mary knew not their son's path. Joseph and Mary having had a family routine, having had a routine of going to Jerusalem annually. Now let us go to Luke chapter 1 verse 43. And I will take it from the King James Version. Do you want to open your Bible even as we read together? And it says, And when they had fulfilled the days, as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother knew not of it. Having fulfilled the day of Passover feast in Jerusalem, Joseph and Mary returned back, but the boy Jesus tarried behind. They did not know Jesus wasn't following them. And I think for me, as I am looking at this, I am looking at it beyond the literal meaning of what the scripture says. I am looking at it as our role as parents. Having taken our children to church, having engaged them in family religious activities. Do you know of their whereabouts in the Lord? Do you know 
of their journey with the Lord? Do you know where they are in their personal work with God? Mary and Joseph, though they took Jesus indeed to Jerusalem, but they left without Jesus. And I am saying, how could a parent go somewhere and live without knowing that the child that you traveled down with was not with you? Where have we missed it in the church? What has happened that our children that have journeyed with us for years to church, children that have been part of Christian fellowship, will go to uni and abandon God? We go to uni and forget God. What has happened? Why is the enemy ravaging our young ones? Why is the enemy capturing them even at the various gates that these ones are passing through? Mary and Joseph, yes, had a family routine, yet at the end, they journeyed it along not taking details as to where their child Jesus was. They journeyed back not knowing that the Lord Jesus has started behind. And may I ask you, maybe some couple of years ago, ago your child gave his life or gave her life to the Lord Jesus. Maybe at age four, age five, age seven, or at, at teenage years, or his teenage years, he gave his life to the Lord Jesus. Do you follow up thereafter? Do you come regularly to ask, what is the Lord doing with you? What is the Lord saying to you? What is the Lord teaching you? Do you put in place for your children even a kind of devotional, a kind of way to engage in God's word? One of the things that I have benefited is you know, the YouVersion Bible app. The Lord has helped me and my children to use it also as a means of engaging one another. We've done several plans together on this Bible app. It has been a blessing. I have had the opportunity to sit them down also. Sometimes when we come to family table time to share the scripture, maybe family Bible study, one of the things we do sometimes is to just ask, what is it that the Lord is doing with you? Where are you? What are your struggles? What is the Lord dealing with you? Can you share with us? And we share thoughts and we pray. And there are moments when I also do one-on-one -on -one time. There are moments when we go out together and I also share with them where I am struggling in my personal work with God so that they can see that the Christian work is actually true. It is real, challenging, but yet it is possible. Did you know the whereabouts of your son, of your daughter's journey with the Lord? When last did your child read the Bible? When last did your child take note of what God is teaching him or teaching her in a notebook? Or maybe store it electronically. You know, some couple of weeks ago, I was in a guest meeting. And I was very encouraged on the sharing, you know, on the need to keep God dealings in our hearts. That Mary pondered upon those things. She did not let them slip out. And she was saying to us, there is a need for us to journal, to take note 
of whatsoever God is dealing with us at our various bus stop with God. She said we may store them electronically. We may find ways, even if it means WhatsApping one another, if it means creating an account for them, whichever way, whatsoever we help you to store God's dealing with your child, please do do so. And also, maybe your child has missed it with the Lord. And the child came with repentance, confessing. Don't scare him away. Don't scare her away. Why not bring her closer and reaffirm even Christ to such a child and reaffirm the position that he or she has in Christ as she comes back to him in penitence. It is my prayer that you will be a mother that know the whereabouts of your child in their walk with God. I love a scripture that a dear sister shared with me so many, many years ago now. And this scripture has stayed with me many years down the line. It is from the book of Song of Solomon, chapter 1. And I will want to close today's broadcast as I read from there. Song of Solomon, chapter 1, verse 7. And I think verse 8, it says, Tell me, O thou whom my soul loveth, where thou feedest, where thou makest thy flock to rest at noon. For why should I be as one that turneth aside by the flocks of thy companion? Verse 8. If thou know not, O thou fearest among women, go thy way forth by the footsteps of the flock, and feed thy kids by the shepherd's tent. Are you feeding your sheep by the shepherd's tent? Do you know where your flock where the congregation in your household, where the rest at noon? Do you know their pathway? Do you know their footsteps? This song of Solomon says that you should go your way forth and check the footsteps of your son, of your daughter, and be diligent to feed your child even your young adult, it is not wrong to call her up if she's no longer in your home. What is the Lord doing with you? What are you studying? How is your prayer life? What spiritual challenge is the Lord giving to you? What spiritual burden are you getting at this season of your life? I pray that you will indeed go the footsteps. Take a step further to feed your flock, to know the nitty-gritty of the spiritual journey of those within your household. It is not the responsibility of your church pastor. I'm sorry to say, but this is the truth. It is not the responsibility of the children, church worker, nor the Sunday school worker. It is your primary responsibility. Deuteronomy chapter 6 between verses 5 and 7 or so tells us that. You ought to sit down in your house, inscribe it upon your wall, engrave it upon your children's heart. Talk about the Lord as you walk on the road. Talk about the Lord as you go wherever. I do this. I'm not telling you what I don't do. Sometimes I take my children to their swimming lesson. On our way back, we do road prayer meeting. We do road 
conferences. Sometimes I share with them what the Lord is saying. And you know, we share thoughts together. We pray together. Sometimes we do Bible charade. We do Bible games on our way back. I am not doing them without focus. They were deliberate. And it is my prayer that you will begin to go the way of your flock. You will begin to engage your children. You will know wherever they are tarrying. You will not be so ahead while your children are uncircumcised. May the Lord help you in your parenting room to parent children, to play your part, to teach your children the way they should go. If they now choose to go contrary, God knows how to bring them back into that path again. Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Two days ago, we started a series called Are They in the Company? Our topic for today is Supposing He Was in the Company. Today, we will see that Mary and Joseph both supposed that Jesus was traveling along with them. How many times as parents, women make that mistake? They think that as they are going to church, as they live a godly life, that their children are following them. Yet, when it becomes too late, that is when they realize that all along their child was not following them. Sisters, take responsibility. Make sure that your child is following in a godly path. Look after your child, not only physically, emotionally, but spiritually. That is a big mistake among Christian women. Many children are going wayward today because... They supposed that their children were following. I pray God will help you. And I pray for all those out there who have had children who have gone astray, that God will restore them back. Their will be when I take us further on this subject. Father, we thank you once again, even for this series that you have brought us to. Thank you for the things you've shared with us so far. We look to you, Lord, to accomplish what you want to accomplish with this series in jesus name amen i want to welcome you again to this broadcast i believe the lord himself will speak even to each and every one of us we are still on the series are they in the company are my children in the company of believers are yours in the company of believers the media our children are watching does it portray that they are part of the family of god the music they are listening to does it show that they are following the lord their manner of dressing their daily pursuit does it show if they are in the company last time on this series we saw that joseph and mary the earthly parents of the lord jesus did not know even their son's part and uh, it seems that could be the experience of many of us not knowing where our children are in their personal work with God. So it is my prayer that the Lord will steer your heart. Don't think, well, she has it all sorted out. Honestly, I don't. I don't. 
for me i have come to see that parenting is a battle and it is a battle that i see from the point of victory it is a battle that i know the lord himself has won so i engage my children from the point of that victory it is never too late to begin to trust god for this battle of child upbringing amen so i want to encourage you to go back to our website maybe there is a series that you actually missed do feel free to go back and check and go through whatever series you've missed on remember you can hear us on our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk or gravesham.christianladies.co.uk which is the same website you can also listen to us on our app women in revival app which you can download on google play search for women in revival on google play so if you have android phone then you can download our app you can also download podbean on google play or app store then search for women in revival on both app do look for women in revival and then subscribe to our podcast if you have any need to contact us do go to our website on our contact us page and you will find every necessary information you need to contact us amen so let us move on even as we continue on this series are they in the company today we want to look at the topic supposing he was in the company mary and joseph the earthly parents of the lord jesus supposed he was in the company we are not just looking at the literary meaning of this scripture but i am trusting god to dig deep into your heart as to your role as a parent so let us go back and read that same luke again chapter 2 and verse 44 and it reads luke 2 44 reads but they supposing him to have been in the company went a day's journey and they sought him among their king's folk and acquaintance wow what an assumption they supposed that jesus was in the company with them after all they were the one who took jesus to jerusalem how could they leave jerusalem without making sure that the boy jesus journeyed back with them and i think this tells many many of our stories we do take our children to church but oftentimes do we sit down and ask them what did you do in the children's church what were you taught at the children's camp sometimes our children go retreat sometimes some of us we send them here send them there go to many activities all sorts of activities holiday activities this activity this retreat this camp this meeting these meetings are not necessarily the trouble the trouble is what are you engaging your child with even having come from that retreat did you sit back and ask what have you taken how can we stretch this further so for the parents of jesus they supposed 
the earthly parents of our Lord Jesus Christ, Mary and Joseph. They assumed, they supposed, they concluded that Jesus was in their company. Maybe that is your conclusion also, that your child is a Christian, that your child is following the Lord. God says, do you want to check again? Mary and Joseph went a day's journey, thinking Jesus was with them. What a lie for us to assume that our children are in the way, to think that our children are in the company of believers when they actually are not. It is my prayer that the Lord will give us eyes to see our children's spiritual state, that we will not be deceived that where they are walking with God. And I believe this narrative tells the story of many of our youngsters, many of our children who seemingly are following, yet they are not in the company. They follow us to church, follow us to retreat, follow us there, join family this, yet they are not in the company of believers. When they are out of the home, the choices they make shows that they are not following. When some of them get to uni, the lifestyle they adopt shows they never follow those actually. Mary and Joseph supposed, they assumed, they thought Jesus was in the company. I want you to use this opportunity to just pause and think about your son, your daughter, your preteen, your underteen, your teenager, and even your young adult. Can you vouch that they are in the company of believers? Honestly, this is a question that God must help us to answer because He is the one who knows the hearts of all men. He knows everyone. He knows if my child is following. Some couple of years ago, I remember I was having challenge with my daughter when i put things down maybe i put my sweet down she took it and i'm saying who took the sweet and she said it's not me and many of such and you know i remember i called an elder sister in the faith and she talked to me and said don't worry your head don't let this childish attitude of your daughter destabilize your heart and make of none effect of the seed you have sown Go and rest. So I took the matter before the Lord. I waited on the Lord in fasting and praying. It may look as if what is the big deal in children lying. It's normal. But for me, it wasn't. I cried. I sought the Lord. You know, kind of confirming. Is this child following? How can she be following? And be stealing my sweet. And be denying I didn't do. And I remember as I engaged God that particular afternoon the lord just dropped a song into my heart on christ the solid rock i stand all other ground is sinking sand and then the lord brought to my heart said first corinthians chapter 3 that a foundation has been laid which no one can build nothing else upon except christ it is a face that we face away and you know that was such an encouragement for me so at every junction of your parenting why not take your child to the one who knows him to the one who knows her 
Never suppose, never assume that they are following. Their followership must be seen in their choices, in their lifestyle, in their pursuit, in their decision. May God help you not to assume that your child is in the company. How can we ever assume that they are following? Yes, I have no power, neither do you have the power to make your children to be Christians, not to make mine to be one. But we can teach and pray and trust God to encounter them. The scripture says, whatsoever is committed into God's hand, he is able to keep the same. Release your children into God's hand. Play your part. Engage in family religion routines. Do your bit and leave the rest for God. I believe it is our responsibility to evaluate our children's choices, to evaluate their life choices and decisions. Many of the actions they take day by day amongst their friends, the things that happens on their phones, on their laptops, on their iPads, sometimes reflects whether they are in their personal journey with God or whether they are not. And I pray that the Lord will help you to weigh your child's Christian work, to find out if that child is really in the company. Amen. This is Woman in Revival podcast. Three days ago, we started a series called Are They in the Company? Our topic for today is Mary and Joseph went back to seek him. Today, we will see that Mary and Joseph went back to Jerusalem to seek Jesus. Sister, maybe your child has gone astray from the Lord. Maybe he has left Christ. Go back. Go back to that point where they stopped. Go back to that point where they no longer followed you and seek them. I pray that God will help all the mothers out there who have been worried and crying over their children. Maybe their children have gone wayward. Whatever has happened with your children, I pray that God will help you. And I pray that God will stir up your heart to go back and seek them. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the interest that you have in our children. You are more passionate to see our children, both the older one and the younger one, be in the company of believers. The psalmist says, out of the mouths of babes and infants, you ordain strength, so you can silence the avenger. It is your desire to see the seed of the woman constantly and continually bruise the head of the serpent. It is your desire to see our children walk with you. You did it for Philip. You did it, Lord, for many, many people in the Bible. And even in our contemporary time, we trust you, Lord, that you will keep our children in your company. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen.
I want to thank God for still taking us through this series, A Day in the Company. It is my prayer that the Lord will use this series to cause you to put things right, even in the Christian journey of your children. That your passion will not only be to get it right with the Lord, but much more also to see that your children are working with God. I have had the opportunity to relate with people even outside the Christian faith. And it's amazing to see how deliberate, how passionately they plant the seed of what they know in their children's heart. And how much more we who are the truth, Christ is the truth, are we planting them in our children's heart? Are we teaching them the word of God? Are we begging God for their daily growth? So let us go and continue today's episode. Mary and Joseph went back to seek him. Mary and Joseph, having supposed Jesus was in the company, having left Jesus behind in Jerusalem thinking he was with them, when they realized that Jesus was not in the company, what did they do? They returned back to seek him. So let us go and read the book of Luke again, chapter 2. We probably do verse 44 and 45. Remember, you can get our broadcast on our website, www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk. So I read Luke chapter 2, verses 44 and 45, and it says, But they, supposing him to have been in the company, went a day's journey and they sought him among their king's folk and acquaintance and when they found him not they turned back again to jerusalem seeking him wow this is very very profound the earthly parents of jesus thought he was in the company they went a day's journey some of us we have actually journeyed with the lord some of us were actually doing exploit for the Lord. Just like Moses, who was on his way to Egypt, yet his own very son was uncircumcised. So, the parents of Jesus, they had gone a day's journey. Then they realized that, wow, we do not have him in our company. And they began to seek for him amongst their kinsfolk. And maybe you have been seeking for your children also. Among the king's folk, you expected them to be following the Lord. And all of a sudden, you realize that they are actually not following. Verse 45 is what you must do. The parents of Jesus, when they did not find Jesus, when they didn't find Jesus, they turned back. They turned back again. They did not say, well, we've gone a day's journey. Well, we've gone this far. We can't turn back to go and seek him. When he's ready, he will join us. No. We must be like that father of the prodigal son. Who live daily trusting their Lord for the salvation of our children. Jesus' earthly parents sought him amongst their folks. They thought he was in their midst. They thought the Lord Jesus was in the midst of the folks. 
yet it wasn't you know i know the pains of mothers over children i know our pain i am one of you i know the pain we all have the passion we have over our children and particularly the pain a mother usually have when their children are not following the lord but for the parents of jesus having sought for him where they thought he ought to be what did they do they turned back maybe you suddenly find your children in the midst of drug addicts maybe you suddenly find out that your child is actually smoking maybe you suddenly find out that your child is actually part of a gang beloved it is not too late do not lose heart maybe you are a minister of the gospel maybe you are a pastor a vicar your husband is a pastor you are a women ministry leader or whatsoever don't think oh this is shameful you need to turn back again to seek that child wherever he got lost you need to trace your heart back that where did i lose him the parents of the lord jesus returned back again mary and joseph having looked for jesus amongst folks and they couldn't find him made a u-turn they turned back again they did not say they have been there before but they went back again they didn't say well we've been to jerusalem before why do we need to go there searching him he can't be there after all the feast has finished why do we need to go no they went back and i am saying that actually it is not too much for us to go back again to take our children through the basic principle of the christian life it is not too much to take our children through salvation it is not too much to keep taking your children through what it means to be saved it is not too much to keep repeating the salvation story the gospel story to your children over and over again philippians chapter 3 verse 1 says finally my brethren rejoice in the lord now the second part of it to write the same things to you to me indeed is not grievous but for you it is safe it is actually safe to keep going back and going back and going back with your children until it permanently becomes theirs don't give up go back again and i think what is also coming to my heart is the story in jeremiah 18 of the potter at the potter's wheel who was molding and making a vessel but the vessel did not turn out well the potter didn't throw the clay away broke it down and start again so don't be discouraged to go back and start with your child again after all the child is your child he is unique she is unique sit again with that child take time to bring him or bring her up again in the lord mary and joseph returned back to jerusalem that means they went back to a particular place and the same thing you must do you may have to go back 
to a particular topic, a particular scripture, to reinstate, to re-emphasize whatsoever matter that needs to be re-emphasized with your children. They went back to Jerusalem for what? To seek him. So the reason why you will now sit down with your child over a particular scripture or over a particular topic is for what? To seek him, to find him again, to bring him back again into the fold, to establish him in the company of believers. Turning back again for you may be creating a particular day of the week or a particular hour of the week that suits you and your child to sit down or the one-on-one to deal with matters. Turning back again for you may go beyond family devotion. It may mean engaging that child on an individual level. It may mean getting to the root of his or her instability in Christ. The point we are driving at on today's episode is that there is the need to turn back. Don't run a rat race with other Christians. Go back again. Settle down with your child. What matters is that that child follows the Lord. Your child is not in competition with many other children. What matters is that that child, that son of yours, that daughter of yours, has his or her work with God. And I am praying that as you retrace your step back with your child, as you try to find out where did you lose him, is it since he started befriending a particular friend? Is it when he started a particular course? Is it when he started a particular job? Is it when you started working? Is it just try and sit down and prayerfully consider where did you lose him? Where did he fall out of the Lord's company? Or why has he not yet come into the company of the Lord despite your effort? Don't assume that your children are following you must secure their work with God. Seek God's face. Accept he built, they that labor, the labor in them. And it is my prayer that you will be a co-laborer with God over the life of your children. Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Four days ago, we started a series called, Are They in the Company? Our topic for today is, They Found Him. Today, we will see how Mary and Joseph found Jesus. They found him. Sisters, maybe you are looking for your children. Maybe you have lost them like the prodigal son. Maybe you have lost them, not physically in terms, but spiritually. And you need to go back. I know that God in his mercy will allow you to find them, just as the parents of Jesus found him. God will, you will find those ones who are lost. I pray that as God helps you, you will be able to find them. Sister, 
do not lose hope, for you will find them. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Father God, I really want to thank you for your faithfulness throughout this series again. Even as we close this series today, seal it up, O Lord, with the blood of your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. I want to use this opportunity to say a very big thank you for joining us on this series. Are they in the company? It is my prayer that whatsoever the Lord has challenged your heart with, whatsoever seed the Lord has planted in your heart, it will bring forth. You will go back again and review and write down your action points concerning your children. It is a burden in the heart of God to see our children be in the company of believers. And I am praying that when the role is called up yonder, your child's name, my children's name, will be there. It is my prayer that in the Lamb's Book of Life, your children's names, my children's names, shall not be missing. I want to encourage you to feel free to spread and share our broadcast with your loved ones. Do download our app on Google Play Women in Revival app or download Paul Bean and get Women in Revival. Search for Women in Revival. You can go back to our website oakofrighteousness.co.uk to listen to any of these series that you have missed. Maybe there is a particular episode that you missed or something you need to hear again. Go back to our website and search for the episode. And if you want to use any of the series on our website for your ladies group, do contact us and we will see how to help you further with that. There are some of the series that already has a companion book or a workbook. Just contact us and let us see how to help you. Maybe it is just with another woman or just two women or 10 or 50 or just contact us and we will see how to put you through. Amen. Do remember that you can contact us for any feedback or whatsoever. If you get to our contact us page on our website, you will get every necessary information that you need to get across to us. So as we finish this series today, a day in the company, we want to go again and look at the topic they found in. Mary and Joseph, though they had a family religion routine, Though they will usually travel every year to Jerusalem for the feast of Passover. Yet, when they returned, their son was not in the way. Their son was not in the company. And this seems to be the situation of many of us. Many of the children that have followed us to church, they are making wrong choices. Many of the children that we are raising in our homes are not interested in Christ and God says do not assume that they are following there is the need to inquire of him who knows all men to tell us if our children are following they found him last time we saw that Mary and Joseph went back to seek him the reason for their going back was purposeful it was to seek him they went back to a particular place they went back 
with a mission. What was their mission? To seek Jesus. And in our going back also, this is what we must do. We must go back to seek him. So I want us to go again and read the book of Luke chapter 2 verse 46. And it reads from the King James Version. And it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. What a relief this will be to both Mary and Joseph. What a joy. What a happiness it will be for them. It must have been a very stressful time seeking and searching and looking for him here and there. But what a great relief it will finally be for them seeing their son again. And what a great relief it will be for us when we see our sons and daughters becoming sturdy oaks, becoming carved pillars that are adorning the palaces. What a joy it will bring to our hearts when our daughters are beginning to set the record straight when it comes to modesty, when it comes to how to dress, when it comes to life choices. What a joy it will bring to many of our hearts when we begin to see our children growing and developing their personal work with God. Mary and Joseph went back and they found him. Like you were challenged last time that you should go back. In your going back, I want you to know God is faithful to cause you to find that child again. There has been many testimonies of children who strayed away from the Lord. But as the parents persisted in prayer, they returned. Some strayed away into homosexual lifestyle. Some strayed away into gangs. Some strayed away actually into other religions. Some strayed away into other beliefs. But as the parents persist before God, God brought them back again. The father of the prodigal son kept looking forward, kept hoping that that prodigal son would come back again. And he found him. That woman also, whose story was also told alongside the prodigal son story in Luke 15. Having lost one coin, having sought for the same, having lit the candle, having searched here, searched there, she found. And I want you to know, as you seek, God is able to cause you to find that child, to bring that child into the company of believers. Don't be discouraged. Don't be disappointed. Don't keep quarreling with your child. Don't keep stressing yourself. Trust in the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Seek that child. Seek every means to bring him back into the fold, into the covenant of grace community. Go on your knees. Share the scripture. Get books. Watch Christian movies together. Look for any resources, any opportunity to help that child to come into the company. And maybe for you, your children are quite young. And you are saying, how can mine ever be in the company? 
Start now that they are young. Begin to plant the seed of the word of God into your children's heart. A little here, a little there. See it as your primary mission. See the upbringing of your children as your responsibility and none other. Any addition from church, any contribution from church, from children's club, it's only an addendum. You see it as your role and responsibility. Plant the seed. Pray. The little that you know that you plant in your children's heart, God is faithful to water the same, to build up the same, to cause the same, to establish your children in the Lord. I want us to close this broadcast as we read from the scripture that I've alluded to in this series, Deuteronomy chapter 6. And we shall take it from verse 5. Maybe we should do verse 5, verse 6 and 7, 8 and 9. And it says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by thy way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. Verse 9 And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates. Here is God's commission to you in seeking your children to be in their company. You must first love the Lord your God with all your heart. What you do, how you spend your time, your devotion to God matters a lot in your children being in the company of God's people. And then, having committed God's law in your heart, having loved Him with all of your heart, then the same love that has been inculcated in your heart, verse 7 says, then you begin to teach them diligently. That is the key word that I want you to take. Do the teaching diligently. Don't say, well, there is this children's group. It's really good. Many children, this is happening with them. Unless my child goes there, oh, I want him to go there. Says, ooh, you play your part. Put your hope in God. Am I saying you don't let your children go to other activities? Actually not. I try also to see my children be part of other things. Sometimes they are not very much interested, if I'll be honest with you. Sometimes there are groups that they felt happy to be in. Sometimes when I say, but this is good, this is happening, the mommy knows it's okay. I don't want to be in too many things. So I just back off. What matters for me is to gauge and weigh their daily work with God. And as I do so, I can say yes. Where I think there should be correction, I bring correction. Sometimes the correction might not go that well with the children. I may put my feet down and say no. And at the end, they might learn the lesson that I want them to learn. And then they come back to say, Mommy, I'm very sorry. That was actually very wrong of me. I ought not to have done that. I ought not to have said that. 
I acted contrary to the word of God. And what do you do at such a moment? You accept them. So teach them diligently. And talk of them when you sit in your house. The primary church, the first church that God gives us is our family. If each and every family is the mini church, many of our churches will be at peace today. We blame our pastors, we blame the ministers, we blame the youth church, we blame the children church. And unfortunately, many of our churches, we've invested so much on children's church, on youth church. Yet, many of these children are not turning out well. God says, you parents, take up this responsibility. Make your home a mini church. Conduct services in your home. Teach your children. Write them upon your wall. Write them upon your doorpost. Write them upon your gates. As you do that, I, who is the Lord of sea and earth, I, who is the God of all flesh, knows how to work out your child's salvation and how your child can find himself in the company of believers. I am praying that my child your child, my children, your children shall not be missing from the family of God. Amen.